This is by far still the most asked question of me. And still, I give the same answer almost every single time. Let's talk about it. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. So the question is this, will you be my manager? What will it take to get a manager? When should I get a manager? Why can't I get a manager? Sound familiar? So first and foremost, I'm very flattered when anyone asks if I would be interested in being their manager. Uh, It shows that hopefully I'm doing something right, that they feel this attraction towards me. And then what I usually do is I get with them and I ask them, what is it that you currently have that needs to be managed? And then usually this long pause happens. I said, okay, well, let me ask you a couple questions. Are you okay with that? They're like, of course. I said, okay, do you currently have a record company? Usually the answer is no. Okay, so you don't need anyone to manage and be the go-between between that. Do you currently have a booking agent? No. Okay, so you don't need a manager for that. Did you uh, make at least $100,000 with your music last year? Most of the time the answer is no. I said, okay, well, had you made that, your manager would have only made between $15,000 and $20,000. I said, so that's why it's really hard right now for you to get a manager. One is you don't have anything to manage, and two, you can't afford to pay one. Let me ask you this. Do you need a manager to help you write music? Your manager doesn't help you write music. Do you need a manager to help you produce music? That's not what your manager does. Do you do not need a manager in order to put your music uh, up on CD Baby right now? You do not need a manager to give you permission to put up your website, to give you permission to engage with your fans. You do not need a manager right now. What you need is advice and you need guidance and you need to get yourself in a position to where you're attractive for a manager. So usually when I lay it out like that, people start to completely understand. You know, oftentimes too, as I think people are misguided in believing that if they have a manager that, you know, all these magical things are going to start happening. Well, that can happen. I'm not going to say it can't, but you need to make sure that your manager today is up to date with what's going on with social media. They understand Uh, song registration. They understand intellectual property. They understand uh, digital marketing. They understand the internet because I don't care how long you've been in this business, the game's changed. And unless you've changed with it and unless your manager's changed with it, you could be, uh, you know, going down a very interesting road. I also suggest right now, another question that I get a lot when it comes to management is, should I sign a contract? I like to date the artists that I'm going to end up working with. Take a couple months. You know, see how the relationship goes. Don't base everything on about how much money they make you, but see if you guys get along. See if it makes sense. See if the person's showing up and really there for you. The key is finding someone who, first, you can trust. Two, that you don't get offended when they try to coach you. You know, you definitely don't want to surround yourself with a bunch of yes people, but, you know, spend a couple months working together and see what happens. See if it makes sense. That's what's super important as well. Also, too, is don't 
discard someone because they don't have previous experience. I didn't have previous experience when I started managing Taylor Swift. What I had was a passion for her, a passion for her music, a willingness to do the work, a willingness to go get the answers. That's why my book is called The $150,000 Music Degree. Everything I learned about being a manager, I learned by doing. You know, I wasn't fortunate to go to a university, but heck, nowadays the universities and the colleges, they're teaching a, a lot of very broad uh, subjects because the game changes so fast. So they'll bring people like me in to talk about it. But the key right now, I think, is if you can get your music right, it all starts with the music, educate yourself the best you can on the business that you're in. There's plenty of great podcasts. You're listening to one right now. There are plenty of great books that are out there. Uh, I'll make some suggestions in the show notes. You can pick up Ari Herstan's book. You can pick up Donald Passman's book. There's some other great podcast. You can listen to uh, Creative Juice podcast. You can listen to um, the Musician Monster podcast. Uh, you can listen to Bob Baker's pop podcast, John Ojaka's podcast, Leah McHenry's podcast, Chris Greenwood's podcast. There's tons of podcasts that are out there right now as well. And what I'd love to do is if you haven't picked up a free copy of my book yet, uh, head on over to musicindustryblueprint.com. You can grab yourself a a free physical copy or digital copy. Information is on the website while you're there too. You can also take the artist assessment. It's really hard to know where you're going if you don't know where you're starting. So I ask you some very specific questions based on you know, website, income, shows played, songs registered, and things like that. It will give you a real good understanding of where you are. It's my gift to you. Check it out, and you will find that as well at Music Industry Blueprint. Com. You guys have been fantastic. Your questions are always so awesome, and I really appreciate it. And if you uh, found this helpful, you can go leave a review, share it with someone, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Ciao. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water. You drown by staying there. 